0: That's perfectsoccerskills.com P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave the Mentor and Strength League. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Pro Show. Getting set up. I'm a little behind Tonight. What up everybody as you're joining in Joe Jackson, what's happening? Brawlio, what's good? Julian, I'm doing well. Katie, what's going on? What's going on? Happy to see uh, official junior for what's going on, England with the I'm in your head emojis. What up? Oi, oh, yeah, let me switch out my chair so we can see what's behind us here. Let's see. I'm all over the place right now. I'm a mess. I am a mess. Fly with Captain Lucas joined in. What up? Uh, Underscore GUI 43. Oh, the beard. Please tell me. Can you tell me the beard is on a high level? I'm excited. yo! Everybody, you see what's going on behind me. That is correct, I'm back at it again. Hello everybody and welcome. Spam that heart button if you guys can hear me okay and drop in your I'm in your head emojis if you're feeling frisky tonight. Uh, but you guys know what it is and if you don't know what it is, I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a soccer pro show episode 57 we keep it going every thursday 6 p.m pst 9 p.m est on the at perfect underscore soccer account because you know this is the number one account to talk to learn from and work with professional soccer players i am happy to have everybody joining in as always and you know Tonight's going to be a good one because we've got a special guest joining in, Eli Lesser, aka this week in MLS. You can see all the graphics and stuff behind me here. Let me see what we got. If I can pull up any of this stuff, Hoo-wee. Let me let me bring it up tonight. Who? Tonight, you know who's joining in. Look at that, we're coming correct with all of our graphics and stuff. If any of you guys, if you guys are subscribed to the podcast. PerfectSciperSkills.com slash radio and you're listening to this on your on your car ride walking the dog doing a workout Whatever that is You're missing out when you're joining in on the live because there's some dope graphics that you guys aren't able to see But it's a beautiful graphic of Eli and his magnificent beard And the fuel pure aggression And dedication and focus on killing it on the show here tonight. John Hollinger Joined in on the live. What's going on, brother? Happy to see you. Earl Edwards, Jr. Joined in as well. Welcome, Earl. You guys know what it is. We come correct. We even got the pros in the comment sections. Answer your guys's question. You can drop your questions in here on the live. And uh, oh man, I'm ex- I'm excited. I am excited. <laughs> but you guys know what it is. So on the, Ask, on the Ask a Soccer Pro show, we talk about a lot of things. But the thing we speak about most is the MSL. So most of you guys may know or have found out about me through the MLS. I'm 11-year MLS pro. I'm currently in my free agency year, so we will see where I end up next. And though I've been playing in Major League Soccer for 11 years, years now the way that i've survived over 11 over a decade at the professional level is all thanks to the msl or the mental strength league it is an idea a philosophy a way of critically thinking that you can use to accomplish your goals the msl in the simplest way in the simplest form is just the mindset you need to accomplish your goals and here on the perfect soccer account we discuss ways in which we can help each other learn from our previous mistakes, take advantage of the, the opportunities and the information we have access to now, and work together collectively as a community to accomplish our goals. Because you know what it is, teamwork makes the dream work. That is a core value here at Perfect Soccer, amongst others. So, the flow of the show has evolved over time, and uh, the way in which we go about the show now is, I spend the first, call it 15 minutes or so, One, welcoming you guys, giving you a couple updates on what's been going on. Uh, Most one of those updates is, you can see over there, JT joined us in on the Perfect Soccer Podcast. So not only do we have the hashtag Ask Soccer Per Show, every Monday we drop a new episode called the Perfect Soccer Podcast on the radio station with a pro, with one of your favorite pros. This week's was JT. He's goalkeeper for San Jose Earthquakes and just got his first call up to the U.S. men's national team in January camp. He gives uh, his story, how he got to where he's at, and answers the infamous Quincy Five. So if you haven't checked that out, make sure you guys go subscribe to the podcast and listen. Have yourself a listen and drop a review on the podcast. Let me know what you guys are thinking and who you'd like Paul to interview next because Paul's helping me to make sure we're interviewing all of your favorite pros. But today, the theme of the day, and, um, you know, I was – I was I was struggling a little bit to, to to really dial in on what I wanted the theme of today to be, uh, mainly because I definitely wanted to tie it into the the experiences and the conversations I've had with Eli here in the past, and uh, you know Eli, I definitely want to get into it a little bit here with you, just more so your experience with the MSL, what you've what you how you thought about it, and um, originally what you what you what you came to understand about it and what you've, you've taken away from it so far. Um, but maybe kind of wanted to share a little bit of my perspective of how I've perceived that, um, with what Eli was going through and has been going through in terms of his process of, uh, getting, creating the, the perfect, the perfect, uh, career that he wants for himself in in sports journalism. And, um, and I was thinking about the parallels of some of the things that we discussed in the past, some stuff that he's going through, uh, as well as and how that correlates to some of the things that players like yourself may run into, or just people in general, because, um, you know, the MSL is cross-platform. It, it's not just specific to soccer players. Soccer happens to bring us together, but um, the problems we all face are pretty relative uh, uh, to our industry and what it is that we're doing. And one of those things was just kind of losing the passion or the love for the game so in uh in this instance or in this case where um i think one of the ways in which you end up being able to survive in the professional level for over a decade and uh, and longer is uh is the fact that you have to come to the realization at some point in time that a majority of what you have to do to survive at this level because a lot of it is survival is to sacrifice the things the reasons why you love the game, the reason why you love the game, the reason why you started playing the game in the first place. And that's kind of a hard thing to have to come to terms with and come to the realization of because, hey, you know, the reason why you, you played the game is because you love the game. Um, but the unfortunate truth about professional sports and being at a professional level and wanting to get to a professional level, which, um, you know, a lot of you say you would like to do means coming to some hard truths. And one of those hard truths is the fact that, um, at this level, (laughs) your passion and love for the game is a weakness and one that wolves can exploit and will exploit. Um, And uh, if if you're naive and you're not aware of that and how that can negatively impact you over the long term, Unfortunately, you will find yourself in some. You'll find yourself in some difficult situations. Um, that, yeah, you'll find it, you. Know, I'm thinking about it more. You'll find yourself in some difficult situations that you definitely can work your way out of, and you can get yourself out of. But um, you'll learn that being naive was the reason why you you got yourself into that situation in the first place. So it's almost. It's are you going to allow the system to kill your love for the game slowly and eat you up and spit you out? Or are you going to kill the love for the game yourself? Knowing that You're going to create a framework, uh, a team, a network, a system that can um, allow you to um, Survive and thrive. So I think the main thing with the MSL and the way in which you can think about it um, is, it is, it is teaching you how to fish. What I've what I've noticed a lot, especially with kids coming through the the soccer system, the youth soccer system, um, there it, it, you kind of fall into two categories. You're either the future Landon Donovan or the future Tim Howard, or you are n- a non. You, you, no one even knows you exist and you're not anything. It, you know, I, I know there's people that fall on the extreme, but people either f- will personally tend to feel they fall into either one of those categories. And there's advantages and disadvantages to both. And one of the advantages of being a nobody is that you get to claw your way up and and and. Test yourself at each level and adapt or die, right, which is an advantage and most people don't really see that as an advantage because they haven't thought about the counter the counter disadvantage of thinking of, of being the future Tim Howard, the future Landon Donovan. Um, you might be the best player where you currently are at and because of that, everyone around you is telling you how good you are, how you're going to make it, and how everything's going to work out for you. And the problem with that is you're having a false sense of positive feedback and that positive feedback might boost into your confidence of who you are in that short term and give you that that ability to just feel as though You can never be beaten and you deserve to be here Not you've earned the right to be here and that is something that sobers you really quick once you get to the professional level because everybody there is talented and uh, the number of pros and number of players that I've seen show up thinking they deserve to be there, and and thinking that because everyone up to that point has told them that they're going to be the next big person, they're going to be the they're on that trajectory. There's nothing that there's nothing that will get in their way because they've always been the best. They get slapped by reality really quick once they get to the professional level, and um, the and that's where. Being the number one person is a huge disadvantage once you actually get to a a level of competition because you haven't been preparing for the negativity um, and you haven't figured out how to overcome the negativity. And because of that, if, you know, you're a highly touted person who's been told you're the best and you're going to be perfect all the way up to the, on day one. And I've been told that I'm never going to make it and nothing's going to work out for me and I'm a terrible player and all of these things, all this negativity. And we both happen to show up on the same day in the same place. 99 times out of 100, I'm going to beat you because I've been battle tested. I have gone through the ringer. I- had everyone tell me that it's not possible. Had everyone say the negativity is negativity is what people are using to suppress you and bring you down. So you want to use that as positivity to lift you up and M- the MSL mentality, the MSL mindset. And what we're talking about, what we're discussing here is how you take that negativity, those haters, those trolls, those doubters, the everything that most people would perceive as holding them back and use that as rocket fuel to propel you forward and it's just a mindset it's a perspective and it's one that we're here to help cultivate and encourage because we're here to teach you how to fish and it takes a lot longer to teach you how to fish than it does to just give you a fish and most young people and adults as well too because some adults are just little kids in older people's bodies right think that when someone is just giving you something, that they're helping you, they might be helping you in the short term, but in the long term, they're not helping you. Uh, they're hurting you because they're creating a they're creating a system of dependency, and that is what the American soccer system has created: a lot of def- dependency, and a lot of entitlement, and. Um, I don't think it was meant to be that when it was, when it started out, it's just the result of the way the system has been built. Um, and that entitlement is hurting, uh, the development of youth players. Because once you do get to that pro level or that higher level of competitive level, it is now a kill or be killed mindset, which is not what it was before you got there. So you're you're completely not set up for success, and and let's say you're signing because I'm seeing a lot of the kids they're signing their their homegrown contracts at 15 and 16 years old now. Um, they they're now they're pro at 15, 16, which means they're competing with guys double their age, 32, 33, 34 plus years old. So they're in the real world real quick. And uh, the thought is just assuming that you'll, you'll, you'll keep progressing from 16 to 20. So your first contract, now you're 20. Most of those players don't pan out because they're not getting opportunities to play and gain experience because experience is what you need. Because we're in a win now mentality. We're in a win now culture. And since it's a win right now, I can't invest in developing you at 15, 16, 17 for the next four years because I'll lose. And if I lose... The fans want me out. The, 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 the management wants me out. So instead, over the four years while they're developing you through the system, they're using you to sell the next 15-year-old to sign and get in. And at 20, 21, 22, 23, when you don't have any minutes, you don't have any experience, and you don't pan out, and you're not the next Landon Donovan or the Tim Howard, well, guess what? There's another 15, 16, 17-year-old and they can just say well hey it's your fault you didn't pan out you didn't know and i see countless players go through this cycle and not realize it until it's too late so like i said we're here to share our our truth from our personal experience and um, i hope that many of you who have aspirations to play at least consider what I'm saying and put forth a plan that can protect you um, on, from both sides. Um, and was relating that. And Eli, I want to, want to call you. I want to bring you in now because the main reason why I was, I was talking about that is uh, from my perspective and what I've seen in terms of Eli's growth on his account and just personally over these last, over over this last year, has really been similar. I've seen a lot of parallels into into his process of understanding what his community is, what he wants us to be, and how he wants to uh, grow and build. And um, I would be interested to understand and relate some of the things that I just discussed in terms of the system and how players are going through it and how it's relevant, or or maybe not, to to your experience. So let's see what we got here, if we can get Eli in. What's up, guys? (laughs)
1: what's happening what do you got there bro let me see i got the beard oh just arrived today this week in mls merch it is coming out february 29th which is when mls season kicks off so i thought that'd be a perfect day to drop it all we have three seasons of merch planned three seasons um a close friend of mine here at syracuse Mm -hmm. and i have been working very very hard on this and we hope you guys enjoy it this one turned out to be a banger Um, On the back, we have every single MLS team like ever's color tones um, In like a nice little grid like including the Tampa Bay mutiny teams like that San Jose clash colors are on this hoodie You are
0: you are a true MLS connoisseur True in every sense of the word and I I Please speak to me about the beard, bro. What's what's going on? You just you're a man now or
1: what? What's going on? You know, I I guess you could say I'm a man. I'm, I'm Jewish. So technically that's like supposed to be like the bar mitzvah That was when I was 13. But I feel like now with the beard. I am really becoming a man like people think I look so much older than I actually look and it's just so funny because I always had a baby face growing up and if I shave this right now, I'd look 15. But because of this, I look plus like 25, which is great. <laughs> it's
0: a win-win as so you can, you can go incognito if you need to. Yeah,
1: exactly. And if I ever need to look younger, I could just zoom. I don't know, but I, I don't think I need to. I love, I love wearing, I love this beard. It feels different. Um, I've never grown it out before. Uh, Coming to Syracuse and it just became my thing now people here. Don't know me without a beard and it's really funny
0: That's that's interesting We might have to dive into that a little bit a little bit more here, but hey man, I'm happy to have you on the show I'm excited to I'm excited for us to connect. I know Man, I'm trying to think of the last time we had spoke. Uh, It was a good one But it was how long ago was that
1: it was a couple months ago. You caught me right before I had a pretty important Spanish exam and I actually aced that shit oh I aced that um, right after even though I came in a little bit late because we had such a great conversation but I did ace that didn't do so well in Spanish in general working on that one Um, but that was a great combo that was that was a needed combo like I was definitely not at my best point right then when you called Mm. and that definitely changed my mentality um, going forward and I haven't been in like that negative space ever since. So the MSL works.
0: I, okay, I love, okay, that's all right. Let's table that because I like that. That's a great, that's a great cliffhanger for everybody so they can understand more about that. Before we kind of jump into where you were just kind of mentally and how you got there, because I'd like for you to just to share that. Um, I definitely think the parallels of what you were experiencing are very similar to uh, the experiences of a lot of pro players when they're coming to the realization that like, the professional isn't what they believed it to be and what they thought it was once they signed up. So, um, I think it's very similar to your experience. So before we kind of got there, cause I know, you know, some of my following might not know, uh, who you are. Um, and I don't understand why not. Cause they definitely need to be following, following you if they haven't already. Right. But, um, give us a little bit of a, a quick rundown of, who is Eli? What is this week in MLS? How did it get started? How did you, uh, how did you, how did you get the account? Because I don't, I remember you, and I could be wrong. I remember you say you you inherited the account from someone who didn't want to run it anymore, or you started from scratch.
1: Okay. How did that yeah. work? Yeah. So basically, how it all went down. First of all, I am Eli Lester. Don't quite know what that means yet, but I'm figuring that out. <laughs> um, but uh, so. I've always had the dream that I wanted to be a broadcaster. I wanted to be a professional broadcaster and I wanted to do it in a fashion or do it in a way that isn't the basic way of getting there. I didn't want to do everything the way that it's laid out for me to um, because I want to create my own way and kind of create my own unique experience um, just because media is changing. M- no, Media isn't the same anymore, it's not all about like getting the cable television job like it was. 20 years ago, and I'm trying to find what that unique path can be for myself. Um, I, in 2015, I had a very, my love for MLS, like I've, I've loved MLS for a long time, but my love for MLS was really, 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 really just taking the next step, and it became my life. And I decided to make this account, um, kind of encounter, or my, make my first account actually, encounter to a lot of what I was seeing. No one was covering MLS at that point um, to the way I wanted to, or I wanted MLS to be covered just because I'm a fan of other sports, I'm a fan of basketball, I was a big fan of baseball then and I liked the media that I saw from those sports, what's posted on Instagram, how that looks and I wanted to do that for MLS because I felt like MLS needed that attention. So I hopped on that train. then. A friend MLS 2.0 also had an account and he had an amazing account and he he um he found a way to really capture in the fan base uh, which was something I was lacking at that point mm-hmm. and I really liked the way he was doing things and one day he decided he was in college decided it just wasn't uh for him anymore to be doing something like this so he gave me his account to let me kind of not just continue what he did, but also push out the content I want to push it out to on a much bigger audience. Mm -hmm. And at that point, it was at 6,000 followers, and now we're at 42,000 followers, um, which is just a crazy growth, and uh, I've loved every moment of it. Actually no, I have not loved every moment of it, that would be one of the biggest lies I can never tell you guys. Uh, there are always ups and downs of this type of thing, but I've always just decided to stick with it. Whether um, whether I was having a good run or a bad run, I've had both on this account. Um, I knew I just want to stick with it because every time I wasn't posting, I was a lot sadder than when I actually was doing content, even if I wasn't making the content I wanted to make 100% of the time, which I'm now like trying to reverse. I'm trying to only put up content I want to put out, and actually a lot of you guys seem to be liking that. Um, engagement numbers are at an all-time high, which is awesome. So that's really cool. Um, I'm posting the type of stuff I believe needs to be out there for um, the MLS fan base on Instagram because I see what's on Twitter, I see what's on Reddit. I don't really like the style on either of those platforms which is why I'm mainly on Instagram. So, um that's what I'm doing on Instagram. Got you. So,
0: okay, there's a couple things but let's I'm working on making sure we're getting laser targeted in here so we can move yep. we're moving through it quickly, right? So, what what don't you like about how MLS creates its content and engages with its community? Um
1: I do think Specifically on Reddit, I think there's a lot of tox, toxicity um, in the way people treat different fan bases. I know it's banter, and I know that's what Reddit does. Um, but personally, I think in MLS in general, like we got to all work together here to get the sport more exposure. And most of the exposure we're seeing is negative. It shows a negative – if you're not one of the bigger stars in the league, you're just seeing negative stuff about the players, the, the videos that get the most hits. On YouTube, are usually the blooper ones of MLS. And because it's MLS, that makes it even more, even funnier. Um, and I don't know. I've never really liked that. I see a lot of, I, so the difference between what I see on like Reddit and official MLS means is that official MLS means is always promoting the sport. He always is trying to make our sport and our league look better. And I think, especially also on Facebook, it's very negative. And I think everyone's got to be positive when it comes to this league, or else I don't know where we could go from here. I don't know how we could get more outside fans who aren't necessarily MLS fans hooked into the league, um, because there's still the stigma that we're kind of the joke league. Um,
0: do you? Okay. So do you think that negativity? When you're saying being more positive, are you saying? Uh, are you saying that showcase? showcase things unfairly? Or do you feel the negativity is an unfair
1: representation of the quality of the league? It's an unfair representation of the quality of the league because you mostly see the bad and the ugly more than you see the good. And when you see the good, you only see the select good of certain players. Um, you only see highlights of certain guys that have maybe more marketability. And I think there's a lot more to this league than that. And I think a lot of those starters Um, who do get the highlights, give us a bad rep of what the league as a whole is. Um, You played with a guy like Wayne Rooney. He had some great highlights with DC United, but when those are the only highlights being shown in Europe, it creates that stigma that, oh, we're still a retirement league because Wayne Rooney is getting some highlight plays um, for DC United. Um, And that's just one thing that's bothered me about MLS media because I don't think it's all about that. Blottson was great, and it was great to see him in MLS. It was great to see you totally clown him and totally demolish him. But uh, – uh, Hashtag rent's still free. Yeah, with players like that in the league succeeding, and then those being the only highlights shown on the mainstream, does not give us a good look, I don't think. Why do Why do you believe the MLS is incapable of understanding that? Because it's about the money. <laughs> um they're gonna be focused on what can make them more money. And that does come at a cost sometimes. And it comes at a cost of uh, really exposing the world of what major league soccer is and what it stands for. Because I feel like people around the world don't actually realize like the how important like this community is in major league soccer, the the, the three C's that they have, I believe it's club culture, community, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. And just those mean so much um, to the league, and I think it's what makes Major League Soccer so interesting and so special. And that's what I want people to see when they're looking to come into the league less about certain players in the league and more about um, what the league is about and what they're trying to build, because this is the right time to hop on the MLS bandwagon, because I know MLS in 10 to 15 years is going to be huge. and I'm trying to put myself in the best spot right now to be right there when the lead gets huge for me to blow up with it. Got you. Okay, but then here's, here's a question I've got for you. What do you see?
0: Hey, sorry to interrupt, but if you've enjoyed listening to this episode and learning what it takes to increase your mental strength, well, how would you like to work with me one-on-one directly? Now you can with Be Pro Mentality. Head over to PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash BePro, that's PerfectSoccerSkills.com slash B-E-P-R-O to apply to work with our network of pro players today. So do you think that that's guaranteed to happen, or do you see that there's a chance that it might not happen?
1: I think it will happen. It might not happen in 10 to 15 years, like everyone's been saying on um, the goal. I mean, me personally, the goal is to like win the 2026 World Cup. Obviously, that might not happen. It's very unlikely, but I'm still thinking U.S. could do it. We have this young group of talent. We just have to figure the USSF stuff out. Um, it, we are kind of corrupt and we need to figure out how to fix that. I'm not quite the person who's going to come in and fix that. Um, I could complain all I want, but I have faith that the US Men's National Team could have a great run in 2026 on our home turf and I want to be there covering it. That's my goal. Got you. Why can't you fix it? Why can't I fix it? Yeah. I need to figure out the solution. <laughs> I, I, need to, I need to find out the real, real problem that is buried underneath everything. I need to maybe talk to more people. Um, who are up there in that realm, maybe interview more people in this type of fashion, to where I could learn more about what they believe is going well for the US Soccer Federation, what they believe is going wrong. And from there, I'll be able to maybe come up with a solution, and I could publicize it. I'm just not at that point yet. Got you.
0: Hmm. Okay. No, I'm going to think more on that because I got some more stuff for you when yeah. it comes to that. But it's interesting to kind of hear the perspective. Maybe share with me if you're if, – so I guess something that I see as being a potential issue and problem, right, is the idea that, okay, the league is just about money and, and just selling those aging stars because that's how they got their initial att- attention in Beckham and then they saw hey that works so well let's just keep it going so mm-hmm. it's more of a short-term mindset not thinking about long-term consequences and yeah. those long-term consequences is hey if everyone just sees us as the retirement league less and less people are going to want to to um to come here or invest here for the long term you know so from the from the domestic perspective I've noticed that especially this offseason, uh, there's been a lot of uh, news, but a lot of the news is surrounding um, international uh, players uh, flooding into the, the US market, right? I'm not seeing too much in terms of domestic guys or guys who have, you know, six, seven, eight plus years in the league um, being valued and picked up. Do you feel that that's the right move right now? like or? Yeah, do you feel that that,
1: that's the right move right now from all these teams and organizations? How does it make the league better? Um, When you get a player, yes, you're going to make money off a player. um, But when you keep just shuffling guys every couple of years from the Argentine league, selling them to yours, that's, that's great for the young players. And it's great for the league to make money. But how does that actually make the players and the people down below in the systems better? I don't think the. Um, I, I also think a lot of those old players kind of bring down the edge in the competition. Um, I think the, these big names that do come to league aren't as hungry and they're not as driven to compete and to win, big, and to win big. I know some of the older players have done it, but I do think that the. There should be more of an importance on the domestic players. Um, That's how the league was built on in the past. And I'm not saying like I'm some American purist or whatever, um, but how is the league supposed to grow if um, we're seeing less and less domestic players in the starting 11s? You tune back to 2012, teams had like 10 Americans in their lineup. Now in 2019, it'd be shocking to see more than like four Americans in a starting 11. and. If we're not producing quality enough kids to get to that point to actually start in the league, where is our league actually growing? Where is our league actually heading? I think the domestic and international level and MLS do go hand to hand. I think the U.S. men's national team and um, MLS should be as connected as they seem to be, um, because I do think for one to succeed, the other has to as well, and I think. Um, MLS in general can't succeed without the US men's national team succeeding and I don't think the US men's national team can succeed if the MLS isn't succeeding in its goal to create the next generations of American talent. Got you. Okay. So, all right, let's let's pivot here because I know we could we're
0: talking about the soccer side of stuff, but a lot of the things that I I want to make sure Gus here's more just mentality, right? Mindset. So, so I want to talk more to your mindset and the mentality you believe was necessary for you to get to where you are and what you feel you need to get to where you want to go. Because as you've kind of said, this is just, this is towards a bigger picture, towards a bigger goal. Right? Yeah. So so what, what do you feel was the mentality that you had that allowed you to get
1: to where you are? Uh, Never, never. It's kind of like never settle. Um, Whenever I feel comfortable with my account, I know I'm doing something wrong. Uh, I feel the need to always find ways to make everything I do better, whether it's step up my graphics, um, step out the amount I'm posting, maybe lower the amount I'm posting, changing how much I post, what I exactly post about. You've seen my account change a number of times in what exactly I'm posting. And part of that has to do with what I believe needs to be put out at that given time, or part of it is what I feel like I need to be doing. Um, What can I bring to the table that no one else is doing? Um, That's why I shifted over to like a lot of people are loving the top 10s, a lot of people are hating the top 10s, either way I'm creating conversations, that's all that matters to me. And whether you're liking the posts or you're disliking them, you're driving my numbers and I am at the highest I've ever been right now. Um, Which is crazy because I don't feel like I'm putting in more effort than I ever had in the past Honestly at some points. I feel like I'm putting in less effort and that has actually helped me find um, a balance in my life Um, So I'm not just focused on this account or I'm not just focused in on school Um, I'm very proud of the social life that I have created here Um, I feel like I've built a strong network of peers here and I think that's one of the most important things coming into college is you're meeting a lot of people who are going to be good at what they do and I got to get that help from them because in the end we're all in this together everyone here in this world we're all in this together and we got to feed off each other to help each other create. What we want to do and to help reach each other's goals and that's part of what i've done with this merch this merch was designed by one of my friends here at syracuse um, who's been who's been looking for some work to do in design and it just clicked immediately and we've created a product that we're really really happy about and i think that's what matters in the end we're doing stuff together that's making us happy and we're not just doing things um, just to do them we're doing them because we have a goal and we're actually accomplishing the, that goal and I think that's awesome and that's why I've really enjoyed college so far and that's just kind of been my mentality and thing is make sure people know what you're for hopefully they like it and if they like it and they bring something to you that you could work with you bring your passions together and create something beautiful. That's what I've done also with LAFC Highlights, who could be on this live. Um, He and I have been working together to make my graphics better on my page, and he's looking to become a better graphic designer. I'm looking for better graphics for my page, and he and I have been collabing, and it's been so great. So I've really stressed using the personal network that I've created for myself to help me with accomplishing my goals because i realize you can't do anything or you can't do everything by yourself you need a good supporting cast that could help lift you and in exchange i help lift them up in what they want to do as well
0: nice so
1: okay so it sounds like
0: you from where you are now and i want to back up to where you were the last time we were having a conversation right yeah. um, it seems like you've come to a lot of better understandings and confidence into what it is you want to do and why and, and how you plan to go about doing it. Um, But let's back up and maybe set a little bit of context to, like you had said earlier, there's ups and downs, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's move back a couple months ago where you'd say that was probably what, would you say that's the
1: lowest point that you've, you've ever been or? Not the lowest. Okay. Lowest lowest was um, in 11th grade. This was so at this point, I'll be honest, a relationship ended a long one. Um, my baseball career ended, um, because I got in a fight with my coach, ended there. Um, and also the U.S. men's national team did not qualify for the World Cup, and I almost quit Instagram. I took a month off, and that month, triple threat, triple yeah, threat. Yeah, it was, it was just everything hit me all at once. I was like, screw this. Um, so. Like at that point, every weekend, like I just spend it in my room in my house doing nothing. Uh, That was probably my lowest point, but here, um, I felt like I had a quick little reality check. Um, I was very negative about myself, um, which was not a good thing to do or to be. And the thing is with that is I isolated myself. One problem I've noticed with myself is when I feel like I have a problem. I don't go ask for help, I isolate myself to kind of like wait for the problem to go away. But you realize that the, the problem doesn't go away because you're not doing anything about it except for sulking about it. And a term we like to use here is simping. So we were simping about it mm-hmm. and you caught me at a point where I honestly needed that phone call to where my brain just flipped switches. At that point, um, with our conversation and the men- the mentality you told me to take, I start commenting a lot of this on my Instagram photos. Um, whenever someone is going to smash talk me, it's just like a little this, yep. I don't even care. I used to take every comment very seriously on my page. And that is a bad mistake. You should not take comments seriously. You got to realize pe- everyone is biased.
0: Even I'm biased.
1: I I can't lie. Even I'm biased to certain players, certain teams. Uh, One of the most notable ones uh, that people tend to see is people say I I like Bill Hamid a bit too much. Um, (laughs) I will say he was my first ever player follower. And since then, I've become like a Bill Hamid stan, like I've always been a fan of his. Mm -hmm. Um, So like when I put him as my best goalkeeper in the league, everyone was like, whoa, what do you mean? But like, really, it wasn't a big surprise. in my opinion, but uh, everyone's got bias. That's what I'm trying to say here. And you, you can't let that annoy you. You can't let it pinch your skin. And just know that you're pumping out this content, and you were meant to do this, and you are doing exactly what you want to be doing. So there shouldn't be any more from that. So walk. Okay. So again, this is good because you're showcasing where you are now, right? Yeah. Okay
0: but <laughs> I'm trying to find you... where I was then. I'm trying to lose that. I know. A... So so okay, I want maybe what was it that you were missing then that you couldn't see? What was it that you were allowing
1: to take hold of your focus that you you now don't allow? I mean anything negative that was ever said totally outweighed anything positive that was ever said to me or about me, um, whether it was on Reddit, whether it was on Twitter, whether it was in DMs, whether it was in my comment section. um, I took everything way too seriously, every negative thing, and I threw away all the positives and I didn't accept them um, because I kept feeling like I just wasn't being good enough and I wasn't good enough um, to really do exactly what I want to do when in reality I've I've been more than good enough to do anything I want to do um, just because that's just the mindset you got to be in um, to accomplish anything. What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to succeed if I think all these negative things about myself um, when they really don't matter in the end? Um, they don't change who I am. And I needed to stop thinking that they could change who I am and stop changing who I was. So what? what
0: about what about that MSL conversation, do you feel made
1: you, what was, what made that switch flip? I'm trying to talk about, it. there was something you said, and I, you, were, you, were, you were asking me a question about like, kind of what my goal was at that time, mm-hmm. and then you were, and you, there was one point in that conversation where you're like, so why does that matter? And I'm trying to think of what that was, but I realized it didn't matter. And And that's when the mentality switch. Got you. And why, and this is, this is important. And I think the reason why I I
0: was wanting to ask, at least in the general terms, right, is you don't have to necessarily know specifically what in that moment, you know, it clicks, right? (laughs) But it's more just a sequence of questions you need to ask yourself to know. So what do you feel made it necessary that I ask you that question? you to see and do you believe you now have the ability to ask your question ask that
1: question of yourself? Well, I think I realized at that point that I wasn't being the person I wanted to be at that time and I felt like I was wasting opportunities um, here in college on Instagram in the real world with family and stuff. I felt like I was just like missing out on the opportunities that I felt were most important to me. And I, for some reason, was going away from those types of things. And I felt like I just need to do this, this, and this. And those things just weren't important at all. Um, the content I was putting out wasn't making me happy because of it. And all these negative thoughts just started coming. And you, I don't know, like, I got into a lot of beefs because I was hot tempered at that point. And that's why my Instagram account kept getting blocked. or reported for a long time, Um, as we've seen I haven't been reported in a a few months so knock on wood, hope that doesn't happen. Um, But but, um, the thing is with me is I'm very passionate about what I do and sometimes I take it too seriously and if I feel like being threatened or taken away or it could be taken away from me or something, um, I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to reach out to the people I'm going to get to the bottom of something to make sure that nothing is wrong because nothing is wrong. I think people were trying to create these assumptions about me. A lot of people thought I was a groupie, (laughs) Um, which is interesting an MLS groupie, not a journalist. Um, That was really fun. That was a fun time. Uh, Not, but I think, I think I, one thing I didn't quite realize is like that the fact that they're people. That are like disliking me like that, actively going out there like that, that means I'm in their heads. Exactly, my friend. And that's what you sparked in me. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think of that then. I didn't think that I was in their heads. But the true thing is, I control their thoughts. I control their thoughts about Major League Soccer. I control everything that they're thinking about me. There's a reason why they are thinking that way about me and it's because they know I have them beat. A lot of the people that have been reporting me are the people who are falling behind me in this race. Um, These are people who are on Reddit and Twitter who are not big fans of me um, because – and I I didn't realize this then – because they're jealous of the success and what I've built. They're jealous of what I've built for myself and what I continue to build. The thing is, is that I never stop. Um, I'm never gonna stop trying to build. Um, I'm never gonna settle at where I'm at. I'm gonna continue to find ways to get better, and that's something that you woke up inside me because I was I was straight up ready to settle at where I was because I thought just like I was I thought I peaked. For a while, I thought I had peaked, and I realized that I'm just at the bottom still. I haven't even gotten to like the midway point of where I see my success taking me. That's a a long-term winner's mindset right there, brother. That's
0: a long-term winner's mindset. That is some true MSL facts being spit. If you guys aren't listening, you you better start listening, but you almost don't have a choice because this is where the real information is coming out, you know? And, okay, so once you kind of realize that, and maybe started looking at the fact that MLS is taking all of your ideas and applying them on their accounts and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost, it's almost let you know, ah, I am good. I am really good. I'm good at what I do. And you know, how long do you think, how long does Eli think it is until, until they realize it's better to just join the team and to work with us instead
1: of trying to work against us. Yeah, well I'm ho- I'm hoping that that time comes when I finish college and I'm ready for a job. Uh, that's really <laughs> that's really like the best time it could happen. But who knows? They could already have plots to hire me. They could have plots to assassinate me. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, but my goal with this account is to put myself in the best position to get the dream job or just the job created for me um, in what I want to do in life. Honestly, it, I, it'd it be great to like join a job that's already there, but I think it'd be even cooler if um, what I do here becomes a full-time job that MLS gets behind. I'd like to work with the actual league and meet people who are working within the league um, just because I don't see myself always being a journalist. Um, Eventually, I want to get myself in bed, in like bedded in within the league system, Um, and maybe get on the business side of things. But I think this is the path I want to take to get there Um, just because I love talking about MLS. I love being on camera. I love talking to players and I love reporting. That's my favorite thing. So I just want to be able to put myself in the best position to live that kind of life because. Um, I really want to live a life where I'm doing what I love 100% of the time. And this is how I'm going to set myself up for that.
0: Awesome! No, Awesome. I love that. I love that. We definitely, I think we've talked about it in the past as well too, we need to get uh, you and the network having a column on the website. That way we can help continually facilitate uh, people re-engaging with the content because like you said, your your platform of choice is Instagram, but it's... I know a lot of people would like to get access in, on other, and other outlets and stuff. So um, I think you know, on our side, we've been really working on building out the content production side. And I'm I'm hoping in these next couple of weeks we can we'll connect here and we'll figure out, you know, even if we, we got we got to do some ongoing type of podcast, <laughs> something, man, something. Because uh, I think I think what you've been working on is really awesome, man. I think. Uh, I think the thing that has impressed me most was your willingness to acknowledge that what you were doing was not probably the best way to go about accomplishing your goals in the long run. And the faster, and this is where I'm saying very, it's very parallel to, um, to that of a professional athlete, professional soccer player, right? Like, um, your ability to recognize when you're wrong is a very valuable skill. And uh, the quicker you can recognize that the faster you could actually put forth a plan to get to where you want to go. And uh, if, if you don't, then you're going to end up being that guy who's talking about, you know, if it wasn't for this person and that person and this thing and that thing. Exactly. And I'm not going
1: to let it get to that point. I love that. So,
0: okay. So we've got the last couple minutes here before Instagram kicks us off. I've got a couple of things for you. So one, I've got a request. And I'm needing you to pronounce what is
1: on the screen right now. Okay. So a while back, I'm just going to explain the story. Uh, last <laughs> summer I was working with Fantasy Sport Cave. Shout out to them. I'll be back this summer, um, half part-time. Uh, oh. But I went on live stream and Gio was like, so why, how can I tune into this game? And I said, Univision. <laughs> I said like, a French pronounce. Like, I pronounced it like very French-like, but it is Univision. I get, okay I got it I
0: fan uh, uh, in the fan uh, uh, definitely sent in and said <clears throat> I had to I had to put you on the hot seat and ask you if you knew what that was and I was like okay I don't know the story behind it but I got you um, you know shout out Eric Eric put uh, made a nice little collab tea uh, concept stuff so we really like the concept stuff but I know we could we'll put that on the store
1: if people like yeah it. that looks awesome I would definitely love to wear that on um, and maybe we could collab to where we could have perfect soccer merch on the, what I'm creating or just collab with this week in MLS times, perfect soccer type stuff. Um, because I love, I love clothes, um, yeah. and I'm having clothes, so more stuff. Sounds great. <laughs> and, I'm,
0: I'm down for it. Brother. So, yeah, we need to, uh, so, okay. We've got plenty of stuff. I, I wanted to make sure that we're at least having an episode here. Where we are kind of really breaking down your mentality, the mindset, and really having like a flag in the ground. So when we look back a year from now, we can say, "Hey, where's the mindset now? Where, where, where did the journey take us? Where are we at? Uh, what have we learned? And how are we building? Um, uh, how are we building together?" And uh, so, something that you said that I think is really awesome and it stands out and very much aligns with the perfect soccer core values here of. Uh, you and the team you build is all you need to get to wherever you want to be in life and soccer. Right. And I think, I think just what you were sharing in terms of, you can't do everything yourself, right? Your, 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 your network is your net worth and what can you provide? Not necessarily what can you take, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think having that mentality, that mindset and, and providing value and contributing to the community, I think will only breed success over the long run. So I, I, you know, I'm always, I'm always loving the message, man. Uh, I, uh, I'm really, I'm really proud of the work I'm watching you do and and the growth that you're having. And I'm just wishing nothing but success for you here moving forward, bro. Thank you. And it,
1: it's it really comes with help from guys like you as well. Um, I consider you part of the network I've created, and you've been part of what has helped me launch myself forward and get myself to where I wanna be and you continue to do that and I could already I we already know it's gonna continue to happen. So I'm very excited about like where everything could take me to the future and what I could eventually provide and bring to the table that people around the US or around the world who wanna fall in love with Major League Soccer fall in love with. Awesome. Well hey Thank you again for joining in. We're definitely
0: going to have to have you on the show again in the future. If not, just have our own show on the side where we can talk MLS specific stuff. Um, I think that would be a good one. So come up, those of you who are listening in now, come up with some ideas of what you'd like us to do a show on, and we'll do that more regularly. But that is Inside the Mind of Eli Lesser, AKA This Week in MLS. Eli, thank you very much for joining in. Make sure you guys go cop some of his new merch on his store. I'll make sure when we're doing the, uh, the repost on the website and stuff. We'll make sure we're putting links and everything in on it. Uh, Eli's also on our partner's page on perfectsoccerskills.com. So if you're wanting links to anything and everything he's got going over there, there'll be upla- updated links over on that side. But Eli, thanks again for joining in, brother. I appreciate it. I will see you uh, later. And I'm going to wrap it up here because I know Instagram's going to kick me off in the next, like, minute. <laughs>
1: later, brother. No. Later.
0: Awesome. Hey. Uh, that is a wrap for episode 57 of the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. Um, give a couple of updates before Instagram officially kicks me off here, and it might kick me off in the middle of this. But wanted to remind you guys, go and uh, subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't already. Head over to perfectsoccerskills.com start here. That's S-T-A-R-T-H-E-R-E. Become a Perfect Soccer Team member. It is now free. You get access to all of our books, all of our training materials, everything. It is where you need to be, especially if you want to subscribe to the podcast and our weekly giveaways. Um, Definitely. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode.